0: Welcome to episode number 23 of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich podcast, a time where I read a section of scripture and give you my thoughts on God's word. Today will be a Bible study of around eight minutes that you can use as a reflection time to draw near and commune with God. I'm Pastor Rich. Thanks so much for being here with me today. My Bible verses are Acts chapter 10 verses 1 through 23 for today, and I read from the NASB translation of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned that when God chooses to convert someone, it's unmistakable to everybody around them. It's a radical rebirth of that person. And my main point today is that God blesses the church by bringing Jew and Gentile together. Listen as I start reading in verse 1. Now there was a man in Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian cohort, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household and made many charitable contributions to the Jewish people and prayed to God continually. About the ninth hour of the day, he clearly saw a vision of an angel of God who had just come in and said to him, Cornelius. And he looked at him intently and became terrified and said, What is it, Lord? And said to him, Your prayers and charitable gifts have ascended as a memorial offering before God. Now dispatch some men to Joppa and send for a man named Simon, who is also called Peter. He is staying with a tanner named Simon, whose house is by the sea." When the angel who spoke to him left, he summoned two of his servants and a devout soldier from his personal attendance. And after he had explained everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. On the next day, as they were on their way and approaching the city, Peter went up to the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. But he became hungry and wanted to eat. But while they were making preparations, he fell into a trance." And he saw the sky opened up, and an object like a great sheet coming down, lowering by four corners to the ground. And on it were all kinds of four-footed animals and crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the sky. A voice came to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything unholy and unclean. Again, a voice came to him a second time, What God has cleansed no longer consider unholy. This happened three times, and immediately the object was taken up into the sky. Now, while Peter was greatly perplexed in mind as to what the vision which he had seen might mean, behold, the men who had been sent by Cornelius had asked directions to Simon's house, and they appeared at the gate, and calling out, they were asking whether Simon, who was also called Peter, was staying there. While Peter was reflecting on the vision, the Spirit said to him, "'Behold, three men are looking for you, but get up, go downstairs, and accompany them, without misgivings, for I have sent them myself.' Peter went down to the men and said, "'Behold, I am the one you are looking for. What is the reason for which you have come?' They said, Cornelius, a centurion, a righteous and God-fearing man, well spoken of by the entire nation of the Jews, was divinely directed by a holy angel to send for you, to come to his house and hear a message from you. So he invited them in and gave them lodging. Clearly, we see God at work. Uh, There are more and more Jews being converted to Christianity. And in chapter 9, it says that they were at peace. Of course they were. Paul, the man who had been dragging them out and killing them, is now a Christian himself. He's preaching the gospel, and the persecution is dying down. We see the number of people becoming converted is growing. The number of churches are growing. They're walking in the fear of the Lord. They're walking in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. They were working in the presence of the Lord. God is clearly blessing this early church. And now we see the story of Cornelius. So this is a Gentile who is now going to be saved. In Caesarea, it's where the Roman government lives. Centurions were soldiers that could be counted on not to panic. Uh, You know, they were the type of leaders you could depend on in battle. So Cornelius, he's a God-fearer, and so is his family. So are his servants and friends. We see that he is in prayer daily. He he talks openly about the things of God. He's clearly seeking God, but he's not yet converted, but he's sincere in wanting to be. So I think in this passage, God is preparing Cornelius. Then he has a vision and an angel appears and he sends him to Simon, who is Peter. And he immediately walks there 30 miles very quickly. So they must have walked through the night and he must have been anxious to hear what the message Simon would have for him. God is preparing Cornelius. And I also believe in this passage, he's preparing Peter. So first of all, Peter's staying in a tanner's house. This is an unclean house. This is not someplace a Jew would stay. And he has a vision and he's praying and he has the vision And in the vision, clean and unclean animals are to be eaten. God's voice tells him not to call anything impure. And we see that it's repeated three times to convince Peter of this truth. Peter's wondering what the vision means. The Spirit tells him about the three men waiting at his door. So then we see Cornelius and Peter meet, and Peter begins to understand the vision because he invites them in. He would never have invited a Gentile into the house. And then we see the Jews and Gentiles leave together the next day. They travel, they eat, and they are living together. So God God is clearly working in the lives of these men. So in conclusion, Cornelius wasn't chosen because he was good or did special things. He did love and fear God and was thrilled to receive a message of salvation, a Gentile. And I also believe the story of Peter and Cornelius reminds us that God wants us to share the love of Jesus with others, no matter who they are. God accepts all people. Nobody is unclean. Those are my thoughts on Acts chapter 10, verses 1 through 23. And in our next episode, we will start in verse 24. Now, on this podcast, the word of God is lifted up as authoritative, and and accurate, but I also want to place an equal importance on prayer. I want to encourage you to pray along with me, no matter where you are listening to this recording. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the church. We are thankful that it's not exclusive. Come all who may. We thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is sufficient. Nothing else is required to be convinced of our sin and receive salvation. Father, may we testify you for your glory. Give us bravery, courage, and love enough to tell the message to anyone who is willing to listen. Thanks for the freedom to go to anyone with the gospel message. We ask that you put those people in our path today. Give us the heart to share and the words to say. Father, I pray that if there is anyone listening and they do not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that the conviction of the Holy Spirit work on them today. We are thankful for miracles that are all around us. We praise you for the church and how it's never failed. And we are aware that Christ is risen and is active. We thank you for your rich mercies upon our lives. And as we depart for today, Lord, may none of us forget your Holy Son who died for our sins and now sits at your right hand, very much alive and in glory. We pray pray these things in your name. Amen. So that was episode 23. And right now there are 22 more episodes to listen to if you have not done so. We start at verse 1 of the book of Acts and we're working our way all the way through the whole book. And if you haven't done so, you can go to Twitter or Facebook and leave comments about this podcast. The links are in the show notes below. I want to thank you for following me as part of your podcast routine. Thank you and have a blessed day.